Hello and welcome back to episode 23, Lincoln Bio, the show that showcases Vegas culture, creatives, small business, and everything in between. And today's guest, we have Bassi. He specializes in commercials, event coverage, and he's a pro street editor. What up, my guy? Hey, what's up, y'all? How are you doing today? Before we get started, go ahead and grab this, look at that camera, and name the show. Uh, hello. I forgot how to do slating. Uh, Lincoln Bio, episode seven, take one. Ooh, I really hope you're episode seven. <laughs> Slash eight. Um, so, how was your day? Pretty good, you know. Been awake, drinking way too much coffee. Ooh. What's your type of coffee you been drinking? Um, coffee from a Keurig with just a splash of peppermint oat milk. Damn, you hella bougie. <laughs> that's hella cool. Blame my girlfriend. That's her thing, and I just kind of just whatever she gets. I just go with it. Oh yeah, right, and I feel that in the same way. It's, it's easier there. Life is way easier when you do it that way. Um, how did you get into like the whole film industry? Well, um, way I started is um, I watched YouTube a lot in middle school, and I was like obsessed with like Smosh and Nigahiga, uh-huh. and I was like, I want to make stuff like that. So you know, I took my mom's little digital camera, and I went and made like just. Regular YouTube videos, uncut, like no cuts, no music, just me trying to do little skits. And as time went on, I would learn how to do edits. I used Windows Movie Maker, and I tried to actually do cuts, and they're they're shit, but you got to start somewhere. Right. And then in high school, I took like a class in video production for like the last two years. It was just kind of this like technical school program, and I got to learn things like Premiere and cameras and small bits of animation, just... This uh, like throwing you into the work of like media production uh-huh. as a whole, and I was like really into it. So when I went to college, you know, I was a bio major because my dad's a scientist, and I was like, well, I should probably follow his footsteps. Mm. So <clears throat> my first year, I was making YouTube videos because I was now into stuff like iDubs and H three H three and all these other guys. And I was like, okay, I know how to do stuff. So I'd rent green screens from like the journalism lab, and I would just like rent cameras, and they're just like these shitty camcorders. Uh-huh. And I had fun just making videos, whatever ideas popped in my head. And then end of my first year of college, I was kind of like, you know, I don't really like science like in that way. I don't want to do this for a career, but I really like coming up with videos and doing the process. So I decided to switch my major. I couldn't join the film school because that's like you have to be accepted. Oh, so I just said, good. you know what, I'm going to carve out my own path and just get a journalism degree. Wow. So in college, the last like four years of college, I basically just took journalism classes but my focus was trying to like build up my resume and do film stuff so i like come up with little short films i produced a movie like a short little movie once and i worked with like a ton of different clients just in regular internships and like jobs that pay like ten dollars an hour so you just grab whatever everything you anything do. i could and then i moved out here to vegas after graduating and I kind of started to do more commercial production. And I came out here to start, like, a film production business. That didn't really go through. How come? Um, There were four of us, and we all kind of wanted different things. Like, my roommate wanted to be, like, an actor more than that. And the other one wanted to be famous instead of just doing, you know, client work. And the other guy didn't really want to do video production because, like, being in it in, like, a job sense drained him a lot. Mm -hmm. So we all just kind of realized this is not what we want to do. So we ended the business. So it sounded fun at the fr- at first as soon as you guys got it. It was fun. You know, we were all doing our own thing. We met in Nebraska. It was actually through a Black Lives Matter documentary. Like uh, my roommate tagged me in a Facebook post asking to start one. 
So we met as a group and after a while working together, we're like, we want to do like a, like we want to do a company. Uh-huh. So like for the last, since 2021 or since the end of 2020 up until 2021, we kind of did that prepared to leave. And my, uh, our CEO was just like, Hey, we should move to Las Vegas. Cause like, that's where, you know, things are. It's not as expensive as LA, uh-huh. but there's still a proximity to that. Yeah. No, cause just being established in Vegas, I think is a really great advantage just cause everyone comes here. No matter what it is, you want to do event coverage, you got you. You want to do weddings, got you. Anything, because it's Vegas. Vegas is just the advertise. The city itself advertises for you. Oh you yeah. Just gotta just work your way in there and just say, "Hey, what's up?" There's gold Jeez. in the streets, dude. It's unbelievable. It's it's amazing. Yeah, uh, we did that one project together. I don't know much in- info about it, but you reached out like, "Hey, I need an extra camera guy," and we did a. What type of event was that? It was like a, this woman was like a self-help person uh-huh. and she was doing like a presentation and it was probably just something part of a bigger convention where they want to get, you know, people to help motivate their employees. And I think that her seminar was supposed to get you to be more comfortable with yourself. So that way you could, you know, go and achieve things that you never thought you would achieve and like take steps in your life. I didn't really f- know the full extent, but that was the the brief of it. Yeah. Okay. And you just covered the whole, just that main. Yeah. She was just like, I need someone to cover this event. I need three cameras. So I was like, okay, well, I don't want to man one camera or man three cameras. I want to, you know, get a team together. And also, like, I I like to use opportunities like that to try to work with other people Mm -hmm. because it's kind of rare to get, like, a big budget where you can hire somebody else at their rate. So I was like, okay, if I get the budget, I'm going to bring these people and I'm going to, you know, charge charge for it. Uh And it was a good thing, too, because, like, you guys kind of saved me in the edit. Uh, so yeah. it was much easier in the, in the end, uh, at the end? Way easier because there was an audience side that definitely needed to get caught, and we got that thanks to you. And there was a side angle side that was desperately needed in order if my camera, like, following her didn't, like, capture her correctly. I was like, okay, I'm going to cut the Brandon's angle. Also, he saved with a lot of the B-roll. I mean, nice. he's an amazing B-roll yeah. videographer. His shots, honestly, were the reason why the video turned out so good, too. But all of you guys, Beautiful. really. It couldn't have, I couldn't have done it without either of you. And then we've been Instagram friends for a minute as well. Like we've been trying to like get together, work or something, or just even just to hang out. It's just it's crazy how like how the world works. And then all of a sudden, uh, an event comes up. Now we're just we all finally met each other the first time. And then I think that's how cool it is. How people could really co- connect and relate. Oh yeah, that's pretty awesome. And then um and then the editing process. What is it? What's what is your uh, process for editing, and what's the type of software you use? I know you said Adobe. Do you use any like DaVinci or mm. iMovie? Premiere is where it's at. Yeah. Like I've tried DaVinci, but I don't know. I'm so u- if I'm really used to something, I will have a hard time accepting something new that uh-huh. does the same thing. But it's and, free though. Uh, it's free for the like the basic version. Oh. If you want to do like extra stuff, you got to pay if it pay for it. Oh, at least oh, that's shit. what I was told. Oh, I thought the whole thing was free. I haven't looked at it. It's the same way. Once I commit to a uh, to something, I just stay to it and just be loyal to it. It's just way easier. I don't want to relearn a whole new thing. But I did hear that DaVinci does have really good color grading. I don't know if you do that. Uh, no, I don't. Uh-uh. I I need to learn. I need to get some time. But honestly, like, I've never really. I've had some issues with it. But honestly, like, the best way you can help your color correction is to shoot and log and make sure you're lit a certain way. And then you can kind of just do stuff like basic stuff on Premiere. But I think for higher level productions, if once I get into those, I would definitely want to know the color correction aspect. But again, I'm that's like a whole skill in itself that I need to devote time into doing. 
does take time. I thought my collard green was cool, but mm, it's not that great. It still comes out flat, and I still don't know why. And I'm not in the mood to really learn it, so I just, like, avoid it at this time. Mm. Like, it's tempting. It's, like, it's just, like, it can be a little intimidating to be like, damn, I got a collard green. I feel it. It's just like a whole new learning progress. It's a whole new learning progress that I wasn't ready yet. But, but hey, eventually. if you get good at it, you can charge a lot for it. Oh, 1000 It's like a whole job in itself for some people. People just color grade. That's all they do. I got to learn. <laughs> I think the problem was is just that I don't really learn like in a textbook setting. If I have to sit with someone and take lessons, I'm like, my brain won't really accept it. Uh-huh. So like the way I'll have to learn it is I'll have to sit down with a project with no expectations, with no like I need to learn this. It's more like, okay, I like to fail and then correct from there. Uh-huh. I feel like it's always easier to just start something even if it's not like good, but then you can see where the flaws are and you can learn how to like, you know, just what you can fix. And I like fixing something. I think that's why I like editing for the editing process, you know, putting together stuff. There's a pro like a puzzle you have to put together and it might not be the best at first, but I just like the process of like looking at all the elements, you know, looking at all the video clips and see what you got. Oh, this yeah. and that. Um, do you have, do you have, do you, do do you generally have like a general idea how everything does go? Depends. Like like on the intro, middle and end, or do you go like a yeah, like a like a like a, like a beginning, middle, end type of video? Um, honestly, it's just I'm very haphazard with my edits. I have a process where I get the footage, uh-huh. I cut it, I look it over. You know, if there's B-roll, I cut the B-roll, I select the ones I want by color, you know, like changing the color of the clip itself. And it's mostly just me looking at the clips over and over again. And if a story idea hits, I will start putting it together. And the thing with editing is that I feel like I can get stuck on a specific fat of like a specific track of where I want to edit. So I'll start making the edit conform to it. And I'll just kind of keep playing with the footage over and over again until I've kind of seen where it goes. I don't know if that was like... (laughs) I like it. It makes sense. In my, it makes sense to me because I know that if it makes sense to me. There's other videographers and editors going to be listening to this. Like, dude, yes, we're in the same boat. I thought I was the only one doing it because I work backwards. Really? I, it's weird. I don't know why. I read backwards. I write backwards. I start from like the end goal and then work back. Okay. I don't know why. I just, I just do. So I find like an ending and then I just build off of that, find it from there, and then oh, I like this beginning and like, okay, cool, top it up, put it together, see if I feel for it, and then. uh Usually just let it marinate for a little bit, and then I go back and finish it off. I relate to that. That's how I write movies. Not really from the end. I usually just think of a scene I like in a movie or an idea for a movie, and then I'll work around that scene to try to make it work. Like, if I think of, like, a really cool... If I were to think of a cool action sequence... Oh, give it to me. Like, give me a scenario. Uh, I don't know. Really just more in a way it's directed if you're doing, like, a car chase. I don't like the way the car chases are filmed. Because they cut a lot. Sometimes I don't like the cuts they do. I would rather you have a one flu- a fluid sense of motion. Uh-huh. And then when things happen, they sort of enter the screen in a way that you weren't expecting because you were following a specific flow. And then it suddenly just breaks that mold. And I don't feel like they do that a lot. Because that's really hard to film. You have to be very precise with the angles and the way you want to film it. And most people aren't going to care. Mm-hmm. But for me, I would really want that. And I would just think of that because I, my brain really likes the motion of that. So then I would have to be like, okay, so why is this even happening? So then I have to come up with a story for what led to this whole scene. You know, you got to justify it. Uh-huh. And that's me. I just come up with cool scenes, and then I try to come up with things to justify that scene. And 
try to make it happen because if an idea works because of that's those ideas that you have, you can kind of put together something good. Yeah, because like those car scenes are pretty epic too. Because you be following the flow, and out the blue, you just all bam, dude! It gets me every fucking time if it's done right. Either like, that or action back. scenes. Like if there's like a really cool like gun sequence where a guy or a guy has to go in with a gun and has to take people out like John Wick style. Yeah. I'm gonna think of like, okay, I want to. How do we make that interesting? Because I don't want to get like somebody like going to hit somebody and then you cut to a close angle to hide the fact that it's not the same actors doing it. Yeah. And it's like I don't want to do that. Like I would rather hire actors that can learn how to at least fake it in a choreographed yeah. sense. And get a more fluid sense of motion. And people do notice that stuff better. And then, like, you get a Marvel movie where, like, the action is okay, but I feel like I don't care yeah, because I'm not invested. It just yeah, feels like, you know, dressing to get yeah, to the next. The scene. first seven videos, I guess, was started with Iron Man, I think. They all had, like, a little backstory. And oh, you yeah. had, a, like, a quick little, like, long build. Hey, this is Iron Man's story. This is Captain America's story. And then it all ended up, once they uh, reached to. Damn, what's that villain guy's name again? Thanos. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They all, yeah. And then boom, that was it. And then everyone else after that, I was like, I, I'm, I, I can't get invested anymore. <laughs> that shit is too time consuming. Yeah. I've been kind of disappointed with Marvel movies what, this why? year. Why? Uh, just like, I don't know. Like, other than No Way Home, Black Panther, and I like, thought No Way Home was cool. I like, no, those are the good ones. Okay. Black Panther was good. Uh, Whatchamacallit? Multiverse of Madness. I appreciate it for what it did. Everything else is just okay. It's like, yeah, standard Marvel movie. It shows, uh, they keep disappointing me. I think She-Hulk was fine. I think uh, the I think WandaVision. Cool. Yeah. WandaVision, Falcon, good. Loki, I have to rewatch because I feel like it's on a better, a higher level that requires it to be rewatched. Uh, okay, yeah. I you think it's, it's because they, cause they got too big and now it's just like, it's whatever's. They're doing, doing it, it to justify Disney Plus because instead of just because Disney owns Hulu, but uh-huh. they're like, no, we got to have our own brand. And WandaVision was the first show they made and every single show they keep producing is some offshoot of Marvel or Star Wars or something with their brand and they can't really justify it. <laughs> it's I not like shit. Netflix where they can just do anything. Right. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to be on Netflix. I, I would love to do my own little short little film. I don't know what it is, but eventually I want to. There uh, was a time when they were just giving money to anybody anyone. who wanted a movie, but they're kind of pulling back on that. Yeah, I think, isn't one of their, I don't think it's Netflix. I don't I don't remember. I think they were taking a massive fucking loss on something. I don't remember what it was. I don't know if it was Netflix. Was, it was the subscribers. It was, yeah, because oh, yeah. they're, they're trying to prevent other people to be on it, sharing. Like, how, why? Because they got to make their money back somehow. A lot of I these, mean, like, innovative things, like you get Netflix and you get YouTube and you get uh, Uber, DoorDash. None of these, like, businesses have ever been profitable. Mm-hmm. They just get a lot of investor money at the start, and then, like, they have to continue to justify their costs. You know, they start, like, Uber prices themselves really low to undercut taxes. Oh, yeah. But then, like, nobody's really making money, so they start restricting the money that Uber drivers get, and they raise the price. And then the fucking hidden fees in DoorDash. YouTube couldn't exist without Google because YouTube has never been profitable, apparently. Because it's just, it's like you have to store all the data from all the videos, Mm -hmm. and storage is really expensive. And in order to get anyone can upload at any time, and you don't just get like, oh, you can only upload so much. It's just got to be this inflated cost that... Luckily, Google is super rich, so they yeah. can just eat the cost of it. YouTube is just like, it's like, I don't know if this is a good analogy, but it's like the post office. It's like a public good that isn't profitable, but it has, it has to, to be, be propped there. up because you can't just take YouTube away. It's yeah. like too many businesses use it. It's like 
a thing that like classrooms use. Like mm-hmm. you can't just be like, eh, doesn't matter. YouTube's gone. You guys are, uh, you guys yeah. are all fucked. Like, the first day, because the first thing you do is you're gonna want to Google something. You're gonna YouTube it, see if it's even down there. Like it's literally, it's oh. it's never going away. Oh yeah, I don't think it is. Um, is there any tips that you can bring to an upcoming photographer that wants to follow or a filmmaker that wants to follow into your footsteps? Uh, when you're first starting out, try anything, do anything, but quickly know your worth. I feel like I, my biggest mistakes is that I would just do anything, but I would also take a lot of abuse from people who only saw me as something they could use to exploit. Like you get business owners, like I'm going to pay you $10 and you're going to like it because (laughs) I'm doing you a favor. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to, I didn't know it back then. Cause like I was desperate to get ahead. So I, I guess know your worth, but don't be afraid to say no to a project, you know, but learn how to start being selective with what you say no to. You don't have to take everything that's only going to make you money, but right. you know, join on with projects with, you know, new creatives. Try stuff. Yeah. Try stuff. What know? have you tried that you did not like? Uh, client wise or just anything client wise or anything client wise. It's hard to think of like something right off the bat. Oh yeah. I recently had a project that I honestly should have remembered. I'm s- just now starting to know like what my financial worth is and what my time is, you know, uh-huh. like for me going to the strip, I charge way more for that. Cause a <gasps> like, thousand dude, it's a oh, strip. Yeah. But I had this guy that worked with me last year. He hired me to do photo and video and he was kind of stingy then because it's like, it would take me a few hours to work on a video. It was like, I don't really have a lot of money. So can you just not charge me too much? And I'm, I cut him a favor last year because I was like, you know what? I just broke away from my film company. I need to just make any connections mm-hmm. And I learned quickly, like, oh, yeah, this was not worth it because it was only, like, $150 for, like, a bunch of work. Yeah. This year, you know, he hits me up. He's like, hey, I'm doing that same party. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to charge you 80 bucks. And I get sick the day before, so I hire someone else to do it. And that's it doesn't really do anything wrong. But mm-hmm. the problem was is that he was never really clear about what he wanted. You know, mm-hmm. like, he's like, don't take as much video. We have a videographer on staff this year. So I was like, okay, I told the guy not to shoot a lot of video. Shoot, yeah. take more photo. But then he's like, you guys, you didn't get a lot of video. He's like, well, you told me not to. Right. Like, oh, yeah. So then he's like, oh, yeah, do a, a photo slideshow. And I'm, like, weary now because he's, like, starting to be like, oh, don't charge me too much. Go easy on me. But it's like, video's going to take, like, five hours. Yeah. I told him this. He's like, yeah, that's fine. So I work on a photo slideshow with a mix of video. It makes me three hours. I send it to him. He's like, I really like the video. It's really good. But... How much is it going to charge me? And I've told him, but he wanted to change some things. And I was like, okay, well, I know that you're like worried about your budget. So we're up to three hours from this video edit. And he's like, uh, actually, I don't want to pay you. I don't think it's actually good. Um, I feel like you're overcharging me. I was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) Uh, that's how long it took me. I have no reason to lie to you. Hell, I'm undercharging you because I had to do research for the photo template I needed to like get. And I was like, I'm not going to charge him for that. I was doing him a favor in my eyes because, like, I don't want to put all this time for someone who's not really being clear. But that was my bad because I should have pressed him for the clarity, and I should have been like, hey, like, we need to set specific boundaries on everything. Communication is very important no matter what industry you're in. So he didn't pay me. He's like, I'm not paying for it. So I was like, okay. Then uh, the contract's over. And uh, he didn't want to pay me for the photo edits I did. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know why he was just kind of like he liked the photos, but uh, I was just like, okay, you know what? Uh, you can keep the raw video, raw photo. That's what you paid for. But um, I'm gonna keep the edited photos, and uh, you can have the video I edited. And uh, yeah, and that's it. He just stopped talking. Damn, 
It was oh. like whatever. Yeah. The only other time I've had something go to shit is when a client threatened to kill us. What? Oh, so <laughs> I didn't hear this. Why are you trying to kill us? This is first when we moved here, and we kind of this was as a company, Dissolve Media, uh-huh. and uh, basically we met up with this guy. Like uh, our CEO found this guy who like does strip roast. Uh-huh. It's it's like on the strip he goes comedy roast to people, and he like rents a bus and he does it. And he wanted to promote his yacht roast where he was going to get people on a roast. On a yacht. Okay. And obviously. so he hires us at $1,500 for, like, an entire marketing budget for, like, and like the whole creating a uh, file, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, yeah, folder, what am I, flyers. I couldn't find the word. <laughs> <laughs> no, flyers, he wanted a video. So the video required me and my uh, cinematographer, Jasper, to go out to the strip and, like, flag people down, get them to sign releases, and then interview them. And he interviewed, like, it was a good time. Like, he interviewed showgirls. He interviewed just, like, random. Yeah. And, like, we had to put together videos. I put together, like, a preliminary video and sent it to him. And he was like, I don't really like it. Even though, like, that's exactly what he asked for. And, like, another person, like, we also had to work on this, like, other flyer where you just took a bunch of stuff and you put it together. He was, like, constantly saying, I don't like it. But then he would show an example that was exactly what we're doing. He's like, I'm not sure what you're asking for. He's like, "Uh, if I don't like it, I'm going to want my money back. And we're just like, okay, well, let's see if we can come together. We Uh get a call one day, and he's just like, hey, uh, I don't like any of this, so I want half my deposit back. Or not half his deposit, like the half the deposit he paid, which is half of it. Right. And we're like, well, no, that's not how it works. We put in like 40 hours of work onto this, right. like, and you're like, that's not how it works. And he's like, oh, no, you're going to do it to me. Otherwise, I'm going to destroy you guys. So then he keeps hitting up our CEO, and he hits me up. And I'm, like, tired of it because I'm like, come on, man. Like, this, like, I understand, and, like, I don't know. Like, it's just like, I, I didn't lose it on him because that would be unprofessional. Right. But he was just like, hey, like, uh, I want, like, tell your friend to give me back my money. And I told him, like, straight up, like, hey, listen, so we did everything you asked for. Right. And unfortunately, I think the reason why you don't like the ideas or the stuff we're giving you is because you don't like the ideas. And I was just like, yeah, so, like, I didn't say they were bad. I just said that maybe you just, they're just not just like you're just seeing it up front. Yeah. And he got so mad <laughs> that he's like, you know what? Uh, that's going to be the end of your fucking life. Uh, and then he started describing our house. Uh-huh. Like he came into our house in the middle of the night and was like trying to intimidate us. And he's like, uh, you should be safe in quotations. And like, like it was just a literal threat. Uh-huh. And I was just like, okay, well, um, that killed every single momentum ever. Uh-huh. We didn't yeah. get our money back. Like, they actually insisted on doing it. And I was like, guys, don't give him his money. Like, yeah. he signed a contract. Like, Everything, we didn't he, violate All paperwork it. is already included. But they're right? afraid. Like, these guys, like, my coworkers were, like, afraid that he'll, like, well, what if he actually does come and kill us? I'm like, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> but they did. And I was just like, that. that's the craziest thing. I still worry about running into him someday. And him being like, hey, so you give me my money back? Because he, he nope. complained for, like, a year that we didn't give it back. But it's because QuickBooks that we were using to, like, get money and pay money. He was yeah. just, like, it wouldn't send him back the money because it was, like, it's suspicious that you got sent money and then you're sending back money, like, two, like three Too days bad. later. Yeah. But I don't know what ended up happening with that. I kind of cut myself out of the financial side of the business and just focused on the video part. Man, well, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really feel like I was in danger. I thought... <laughs> I thought he was just annoying. Like, yeah. why are you trying to intimidate us? He just probably didn't like his own, his own, like I said, his own ideas. He was just really upset about it. It's like, yo, because you just did what he exactly said. He's like, yo, get out of here with this, man. It's just like, you got what you wanted. I don't understand why you don't like it. 
red flag should have been when he was telling us that he had fired three other teams before. And I was like, that's abnormal. Usually, like, you can say, like, oh, I didn't work out with this other person. But if, like, in a short succession, three other videography teams couldn't do what you were asking Mm -hmm. for, maybe there's a reason. (laughs) Nobody's usually that dissatisfied. What's three red flags for a for a bad client? Um, if they say something, uh, if they say like, "Hey, like I'm gonna take you to the top with me. Like yeah. if I'm successful, you'll be successful." It's like, no, you need my skill to be successful. Yeah. So that's not how it works. Second, if they um, talk about not working out with other people, but it seems like it's constantly other people's problem. Like, oh, I can never work with no videographer. Seem to work well with me. I'm like. Why, really? Right? Why? Why? I guess <laughs> third thing. Fuck. Uh, I'm trying to think. Crap. I want to just do it. <laughs> Honestly, just the attitude. The if attitude. they treat you like they're doing you a favor, basically. Yeah. If they if they're just like, hey, like like the guy I referred to you, like thank. I honestly maybe thank God like he didn't reply, but he like he wanted to do exercise videos. He wanted eighty a month. And he's like, I want to pay $400 for 80. I'm like, mm, not for 80. No, not for 80. No, that's like $10 an hour if I work really fast. Yeah. And he was making seem like, but you need the work. Oh. And I'm just like, no, no. <laughs> I need work, but I don't, I don't oh. need your work. Yeah. Like if they act like, th- like they're supposed to be paying you for a service. I don't go to like my auto mechanic. Like you guys should thank me. I'm doing you a favor by right. bringing my car yeah, here. Like, now fix my <laughs> like, oil no, like my I'm tires. paying you because you know what you're doing. And I like working with people who respect that, you know, like I should know what I'm doing. You're like, if you don't want to work with me, like don't try to sell me on the idea of yeah. working with you long term. Because, like, what am I getting out of it other than, like, $10 Right. So if that's the case, if I need you so bad, I should charge you way more. Yeah. If that's the case. Do you think that we feel like we're, like, underappreciated as videographers? Yes, very much so. And yeah. it's because it's kind of a race to the bottom these days, you know? Like, I, I like Upwork. It's gotten me a lot of clients. But it's incentivized to charge less to get more. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's a separation because the people who want to pay less and the people who are accepting that just to do it – usually don't represent the people who, you know, are respecting the craft and are people who are charging enough. There is that bridging of the gap where people will eventually learn, like, you know, like, my skill actually matters, and then they cross over to that. Mm -hmm. So it's not, like, impossible, but you run into a lot of people who just expect that video work should be done as working at Walmart. Yeah, no, I'm not. Get out of here with that. Mm Mm-mm. Can't do it. Nah. It's impossible. It is. But I feel like in order to be, like, a modern, like, regular freelance videographer, unless you're, like, somebody who was working at a production studio for years and you know what it takes, everybody cuts their teeth with shitty projects they don't really like and that are underpaid. done a lot of shitty music videos back in my fucking day. I hated it. But I was starting out and I needed the money. I feel it. No no disrespect to that. Yeah. Because, honestly, you just got to do what you got to do. Just get it in there, handle it, hustle it out, and then you learn from it really at the end of the day. Just um, quickly know, like, your worth. Always know your worth. Know what you're bringing. Know the amount of time you're going to be spending on it. And if you're really efficient and fast, charge more. Don't try to charge less and make them think they're getting a deal. Jims, yeah. <sighs> all day. Thank you so much for being here, my guy. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, it's a fun. I love it. Also, if you guys are new to the channel, don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friend because your boy is trying to quit his day job because I don't want to do that anymore. Thank you so much once again, my guy. Yeah, oh, man. last thing. Do you have any upcoming projects? 
Uh, I'm going to be editing and producing a short found footage film where uh, a guy plays hide and seek or a group of people and they turn into demons. I don't remember the name of it because I didn't write it, but that's a project I'll probably be promoting personally. But if you want to hit me up on uh, my Instagram, Bassy Arikpo Media, that's where you'll find me. DM me. Even if you're not doing client work, you just want to like talk, collaborate. I'm down. I got a camera. I got editing. Let's go. Perfect. Thank you, my thank you so much, my guy. Appreciate it. You guys have a good day. Hell yeah. Great shit, well, my guy. Thank you. You dropped some fucking good shit right there. Thank you, man. Ah. <laughs> I didn't even know this up in a while. I always carry a notebook to shoot so